Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. It's review time. Ben is cheersing the glass. I can't really tell what Brennan's doing because that part of my screen is blocked. Oh, but I was, I was cheersing it too. Cheers. We are oh, reviewing and jumping right into Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Ooh, um, nice. Our nice. First, this is an allocated bottle. Yes. Our first allocated bottle uh, that we're reviewing. I didn't, I, we kind of, stumbled upon reviewing this it wasn't necessarily the plan when we finished last week but because we reviewed the standard elijah craig last week uh when sean was on and because of this week's main episode being about toasted finishes we said let's go with elijah craig toasted barrel and we're going to review that for you brendan can you tell us a little bit about it so much like the elijah craig uh straight bourbon that we reviewed last week tj this is a straight bourbon too uh very very similar except for it's finished with a toasted barrel and we got into that in the previous episode what a toasted barrel is so you guys can go ahead and listen to that episode where we got a little toasty uh talk about toasted barrels so let's see quick this- quick quick recap for those that haven't watched that first part of that episode the the toasted the char finish is something that happens with all barrels Toasted finish is kind of low and slow. So if you think of like smoking meat, a toasted finish on a barrel is low and slow where a char is quick and heavy. So think about the difference between, you know, maybe grilling wings or smoking wings is maybe a good comparison. Um, Toasted finishes, the the juice is taken from the regular new char oak barrels, put into the toasted finish barrels for a certain amount of time and then dumped out. So it's the same juice. Just finished in a different kind of toasted barrel. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. Specs on that, Braden? Oh, so it is legitimately like the very, very similar juice. It has the same mash bill, 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. So same mash bill as the small batch. Uh, same proof. Both are at 94. Both are obviously from Heaven Hill Distillery. Uh, like with the small batch, there is no age statement on this. Uh, just to get a little bit more into the toasty, this is what the the toasting, this is what the, the PR or the press release had said about it. Uh, quote, the process begins with fully matured small batch, which is dumped and then re-entered at barrel proof into a second custom toasted new oak barrel designed in partnership with Independent Stave Company. Made with 18-month air-dried oak, the finishing barrel is toasted and then flash charred using a moderate toast temperature and toast time. The MSRP on this is about $50. My buddy picked one up once at a BJ's Wholesale for like $40, uh, but because it's allocated, as TJ said, online, wow. probably closer to like $140 or so. That's what you're going to have to pay for. Uh, I got mine through a friend. Thank you, TJ, uh, for $60-ish. So secondary value on this is between 90 and 100 Just for those out there, I because it's allocated, allocated um, I think that it's important to kind of give a value of like what people are paying. I think 140 online is way too much. If you're paying 140 that's not I, I 
Secondary to me is too much, but yeah, one one forty is way way too high. But you'll find it on, online at different sites for that um, that are even you know higher than kind of the going rate on secondary. Going rate on secondary, you should be able to get it between ninety and hundred. That would include shipping. Not that I know anything about that. Uh, ben, we haven't heard from you yet tonight. Tell us about the nose on this thing. Uh, so I actually have both uh, the original small batch and the toaster barrel back to back, and. It's really a distinct, uh, distinct nose, and I, I'm really enjoying it. There's definitely like a marshmallow kind of note there. Uh, very like caramelized sugars, um, a little bit, a little bit smoky, but it's more of like a, uh, like a like a roasted marshmallow. So it's really nice. We talked about this in the main show, but the first time that I ever had something that had a toasted finish, that was my exact takeaway: was the marshmallow that I got off the taste. Um, I know that's so cliche with the toasted finish, right? Because you think about toasted right. marshmallows, but you're exactly right. You're spot on. I get it too. I, I think that I think that especially for me, this nose is more enjoyable than last week's. I'm not doing them side by side like you are, but just kind of remembering back since it's only been a week. Yeah. I like the sweeter. I like the toast. It's a little more complex. Brendan, what do you think? I definitely get that again. Toasty. I know we're kind of falling back on that word there, but but it exists for for a reason, and that that toasting process does show up here. Uh, that marshmallowiness that that Ben alluded to for sure. Uh, also, like a like a milk chocolate to me, and a lot of dark fruits, almost kind of raisiny uh, as well. Which I think we got when we had the Woodford Double Oak, which is also a toasted finish a couple weeks back. Uh, I'm getting that as well, like that dark kind of chocolate covered raisin type of deal as well. Um, it's very pretty nose, uh, very unique uh, too. Yeah, definitely. I want to say the. Uh... The Elijah, like the original Elijah, had like a had a small like little nuttiness to it, and so like if you've ever had like a, a fluffer nutter, you know, ooh, ooh, you know, you kind of like in that realm of like a little bit of peanut, a little bit of marshmallow. It's cool. It's it's a little. It's definitely more complex than your your typical small batch. So good notes for me. I feel like not enough people know what a a, a fluffer nutter is. Unfortunately, like kids today probably aren't growing up on fluffer nutters, and I think that's yeah. I think that's a damn shame. Peanut butter, marshmallow whip. Mm. It's got uncrustables now. They were definitely more prevalent in Brendan's time growing up. Mm. Um, but like I think the sixties you grew up. <laughs> I think the tail end of things, like when Ben and I were, yeah, like we were. Nah, when we were in high school, you were like just graduating college, I think. Right? I don't. You know? I I don't even think that's accurate. <laughs> I know they're remotely close. It's accurate. Taste. What do you think on this taste? I'm struggling with a little bit of of some of the flavors here on this. Um, it's sweet for sure. I'm getting sweet in the flavor profile. Um, red fruit, kind of like apple, a little bit of cherry. Um. Ben, help me out. Like I, I am legitimately struggling. Struggling. My my brain is struggling to place what I'm what I'm getting here on. Just very sweet yeah. and rich to me. It's definitely sweet. Uh, it's on the sweeter side of the spectrum. Going back and forth between the original and the toasted, I feel a lot of the like spicier characteristics have been muddled down a bit because you're remember we're doing a, a finishing on this, so you're taking the regular small batch and then you're redumping it into a, a toasted barrel. So a lot of that like original character is just mellowed out a bit from, like I said, those spicier notes. Um, if you want a considerably like sweeter approach, but you like the base profile of, of, of Elijah, then this is a really good option for you. Um, I really think the nose is more impressive than the taste, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. But it's a really interesting nose. I agree. To- I agree totally. So far, the nose I thought was really intriguing and captivating. The the flavor to me is just kind of yeah uh, muted and and not super defined right now. I'm still waiting for it to open up. It's not happening for me though. I think that on the taste, like you said, exactly what Ben uh, pulls out. I you know with losing some of those spices. I mean, I do get a little bit of a. And we're certainly keeping it in the s'mores family with this, but I almost get kind of like a, a chocolate. I mean, almost like a s'mores, like I'm pulling out a chocolate. I'm pulling out kind of like, um, what's the outside of the cho- uh, s'more, the graham cracker. Do you graham almost cracker. get a little graham cracker? Like, I don't know. Power suggestion that I'm going with here. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like the taste on this does kind of die off a little bit from last week where I think it excels. And I think it's obviously a good transition right into it is the finish because on the finish is where I get those spice notes back. It's where I get that toasty flavor back. That marshmallowy flavor is on the finish. So I think that because it's finished in that second barrel, the taste itself gets somewhat muted and you kind of have to drink it for a little while to kind of get those tasting notes back to where you're, you're more, they're more noticeable that they're standing out more, but the finish is where this really comes in strong and I get those spice notes back. I get the sweetness again, of course, that it's had throughout from nose to taste to finish. Yeah. And I get that toasted um, finish coming in at the end of it. So um, taste is tough with this one, but I do get the finish really strong. I do want to ask Ben, though, specifically, yeah. going back and forth on the taste between both of them, would you say, like, you get, I mean, we'll get into numbers here in a minute. So I don't want to go into yeah. that, actually. But like, what are your th- thoughts on the taste when you go back and forth? Like, are you yeah. able to pick stuff up better? Uh, so it's definitely – so I get more cherry on the like the regular, regular line to Craig. Um, a lot of, like, brighter, like, tart fruits. But I think that's more of just a comparison as opposed to, like, really pulling those notes out by themselves. It's just we're going from a highly, like, sweet, toasted um, bottle back to something that's – not that. And so, of course, I'm picking out some spicier, sour, tart notes um, in comparison. So, overall, they're good. I the, I don't think the approach here is to try to just take Elijah small batch and make it a marshmallow. It's trying to be its own product. So, mm-hmm. I think going back and forth is a little disingenuous to their kind of like end goal. But it's something I have to do. I mean, come on. Like, you have to do it. <laughs> Well, you're comparing against the standard. I mean, we did the same thing with right. um, Woodford Reserve when we went through, mm-hmm. right? We we started with their standard and then compared it against everything else. Right. Brendan, have you been able to, as we've been chatting and kind of fooling around here, have you been able to pick anything else back out of the taste? Uh, I, I would like to add to, to what Ben said, like what he's comparing the two, and obviously I'm not comparing them either, uh, but what I can recall from the Elijah Craig, th- these are two totally different drinks. Like I, I wouldn't drink this and be like, this is Elijah Craig pro- profile yeah. at all. So it is amazing. Similar to like what TJ said with the Woodford, and the double oaked, uh, what that toasting process does. And I think this was what it was 18 months uh, in, in the toasted barrel. Like it just changes it drastically. Uh, yeah. A little bit more with the taste. Yeah. I've got a little bit more, almost like a faint nuttiness, like roasted almonds somewhat. Uh, it's not a ton, but I think it, again, that roasted toasty uh, vibe is coming there. I see what you mean with the, the graham cracker TJ. It's not quite that level of sweet, even though it is sweet. It, it's more this like rich sweetness to me. I'm still struggling with it. Uh, I am getting a little bit of orange zest as well, almost like 
like, you know, when, when people take like oranges and throw it like in a sangria or something like that, like kind of that dark fruitiness with the orange uh, citrusy, that would be the closest thing that my brain can kind of connect to right now. It's super interesting and, and unique and different. I, I'm just, I am struggling to find definitive flavors right now. So I talked a little bit about the finish. I think that the finish is stronger because that toast comes in, the spice comes in at the end. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts on the finish? Brendan, you can keep going there. I'm going to use Ben's favorite word to describe the finish. You ready for it, Ben? Flat. So, uh, smooth. smooth. Oh, smooth. smooth. He smooth. hates that. He does. Ben says that every finish falls flat. So I, I just figured that's the truth. <laughs> well, I don't uh, think this one does, but I was like, all right, well, then that's what Ben says for every other finish. It, it isn't spicy. It isn't dramatic. It is very pleasant. It's very easygoing. It's not boring, though, either to me. Uh, I, I am again getting kind of like that little citrus vibe at the end. Dark fruity notes again, like almost like fig. Um, that's maybe what I'm getting. You remember fig Newtons? You guys ever have those cookies back in the day? Yeah. A little bit of bready and a little bit of that nasty fig, but like this actually fig tastes pretty good right now. Um, yeah, the finish is good. What do you think, Ben? Is it is it smooth or flat for you? You're on mute. I'm not even looking at the mm, Damn. Did I throw it to him too early? Poor Ben. Poor no, Ben. No, it wouldn't have mattered. It. it was still on mute. Yeah. Uh, We're no, not uh, that yeah. <laughs> so I I think the uh I think the finishes rather un unremarkable. Like I kind of struggle with this on, on a value perspective for me. Um and we'll get to that later. I don't want to jump too far forward on on value, but finish overall is better than your your standard Elijah, but not incredible by any means. So you gave last week, well, we're not two points yet, but for perspective, you gave last week's Elijah Craig a quarter point. Um, oh, I get more. It'll get more than that. Okay. So, but better. So it's a slight yeah. improvement. Um, yeah. Again, I think doing these one week apart is kind of cool because we can, it's so fresh in mind. Obviously yeah. you doing it side by side is, is big too. I was going to do it side by side, but then I went to look for my bottle of Elijah Craig and I couldn't find it's it. It's at my house. So, <laughs> so anyway, all right, um, let's rate it. We've uh, yeah. talked about nose taste and finish. Let's get into the ratings here. Uh, I'll start us off. I never start us out, so I will on this one. I think okay. that this nose is slightly better than um, Elijah Craig small batch. Um, and so for the first time in show history, um, we are given. I'm giving this nose a 1.75. We've um, never, we've never given a nose anything higher than a 1.5. Oh wow! Yeah. I just right. couldn't. I just couldn't say that it was perfect, but it's a really good nose. Like the nose on this is fantastic. Uh, yeah, Brendan. Uh, I I thought you were going to say two at first when you said it's going to be the first time in, in show history because we haven't had a perfect nose. Uh, but I'm with you, TJ. This is pretty damn close. And I had to go back and look at what we gave Elijah Craig small batch last week. And I think we went 1.5 across the board, including with Sean. Uh, this was a little bit better than that. This was pretty close to an elite, near-perfect nose. I went with 1.75 as well. It was really pretty, really unique, uh, rich, complex, uh, really damn good nose. What about you, Ben? Yeah, it's hard for me to depart. I really think that if I didn't have the benchmark at 1.5, I'd probably go 1.5 for yeah. this, but 1.75 seems reasonable. Like I said, it's my favorite part of the – it's a favorite part of this experience. Mm -hmm. It's great. From high to low, let's go Ben on the taste. Mm. So I'm probably going to go probably two and a half, two and a half on taste. Um, yeah. Brendan. Uh, I went with a two. I just, I couldn't differentiate enough. It wasn't, 
there just wasn't enough. There's either too much going on to where I couldn't pick it out, or there wasn't enough going on to where I couldn't figure it out. Either way, uh, it wasn't unpleasant. It was fine. It tasted like bourbon to me. Uh, but other than just some of like the like the toasty nuttiness and some of the orange zest, like there wasn't a whole lot more uh, oomph to it that I would have liked to say it was more than above average. So, uh, yeah. what about you, TJ? So I gave regular Elijah Craig a 2.5 last week. I'm going slightly higher. I know I'm the toasted fool on this uh, show. So to me, it's slightly better than the Elijah Craig. And so if I had that at a 2.5, there's a 2.75. I like Brit, uh, Ben talked about this. I like, I tend to go a little sweeter um, on things. And so I'm, I'm giving it a quarter point higher than the uh, regular Elijah Craig uh, finish. Brendan, you start us out on this one. Uh, I went with 0.5 on the finish. Again, uh, it was nice. It was easygoing. Uh, very, very pleasant. I get a lot of the dark fruity notes are there. The fig, uh, kind of like date. Um, yeah, a lot of dark fruits. But but other than that, like some of the the chocolatiness and that, that toastiness and marshmallow we were getting on the nose, like it just doesn't show up on the taste. It doesn't really ride off to the sunset either for me. It's, it's fine, uh, but average. So 0.5 for me. Ben? Yeah, 0.5 seems, seems right. So... Again, slightly higher than Ben had last week. I'm going with the full one here. I like the finish. I think that where the uh, taste lacks, the finish picks up. I get that toasted finish. Uh, the spices aren't overwhelming or anything. The Kentucky hug's not crazy. It's kind of like the side hug, right, Brendan? But uh, I think it, it redeems itself somewhat from the taste. And so I, I gave the finish a full one. I gave a uh, small batch a half last week. So mm. um Probably should give this a 0.75, but uh, being a little bit of a shoot for the stars. DJ's so. such a toasty whore. Ben, do you remember the movie The Brave Little Toaster? I do remember that toasty movie. That's TJ. Toasty when was, TJ. When I was watching that as a six year old, I was just, well, I was six. Brendan was like 13 watching that's it. That's not true. That's not um, right. That's not but, right. <laughs> ben, that's we're let's take a vote. Yeah, all those in favor. But I'm seven that, years what? older than you guys. That Brennan's super old. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, easily. Uh, Brennan even raised his own hand. For those <laughs> those, are, verifi- those yeah. are verifiable facts. <laughs> I can't wait to make a gif of that. Um, <laughs> raise your hand if you're old. <laughs> so when I was like three years old watching that movie and Brennan was 36, uh, I was just thinking I'd love to have a bourbon that had been in that toaster. And so now we have it. Um, cohesiveness and com- cohesiveness and complexity. Ben, uh, I'm going to this point seven five. There's okay. a lot of complexity there, so it's good. Brendan, you know what? 0.75 for the exact reason Ben said. It is cohesive. It is complex. It's nice, especially that nose. 0.75. Um, you're where, it. You're just giving it. You're gonna give it a one. Just give it a one. Just give it a one. Do it. Do it, coward. Okay, so we're we're. Which are you? Which is lacking? Because the standard always here was like, if it's yeah. cohesive, it's half a point. It's complex, it's half a point. I want to know where you guys docked the half a point from. Don't debate me. Uh, no, I'm not debating. I'm just. I will. Curious. I will tell you what my pr- thought process was, other than copying Ben's score exactly. Yeah. I felt like the. I just thought I would say I would agree with Ben, and that would be it. But here we go. Um, <laughs> I got a response too. I didn't do the people know why you rated something once you rated it. I yeah. thought the nose, the nose was legitimately so pretty, so complex, so interesting and unique compared to what we would normally get on a bourbon. That that got all of the points for the complexity part for me. The cohesiveness, what I got on the nose versus what I got on the taste and the finish was fairly disjointed. 
So instead of going 0.5 for complexity and zero for cohesiveness, I gave an extra point, two five points for complexity uh, because it was so complex with the nose uh, versus the, the just not being what showed up on the nose didn't show up throughout the entire bottle, which is a damn shame too, because it would have been a really special drink if that was the case. Does that yeah. make sense? Kind of. Yeah. Story? No, Brendan's correct on this. All so. right. Good. That's I think, I think we have a lot of things where we end up saying um, the nose was the best part of this. Uh, it happened last week with Elijah Craig small batch. It happened with uh, Four Roses small batch. Um, not good. I, I want to say it happened with even though it was in your starter pack, but <laughs> it needs to I, be there, which is good for me. <laughs> I want to also say it happened with Willet Pot still. So it's, it is awesome. something that's fairly common. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with the logic. I'll go, point, I'll go one on this one. Uh, do what you do, you do, you do, you do, you do. Five minutes and you justify in a one. Uh, oh I, I, so I will our, say this that a lot of the time, blenders, I, I've heard this before, blenders either have to go for the nose or go for flavor. It's tough yeah. to be really, really good at both. The ones that are elite at both or really good at both are elite for a reason. And it's rare to be like all the way through. So that does make sense to where half the time we're probably like, hey, this nose is great. The flavor falls off other times. The nose is okay. The flavor is something unique and different. It makes sense. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about value. Brendan with a 5.5. I'm sorry, a 5 out of 8. Ben okay. with a 5.5 out of 8. And myself with a 6.5 out of 8. We talked about the MSRP on this is around $50, $55. It yeah. is allocated. It's hard to find. Yeah. So you're probably paying closer to $90 for it. So mm-hmm. I don't exactly know how this factors into the to the value. Again, we we did dock Buffalo Trace week one for not being – I'm sorry, week two for not being super accessible. This is probably even less accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for $55, for 94 proof, pretty hard to find. Let's start with Ben. Yeah. Um, so – I would distinguish Buffalo Trace uh, and this as Buffalo Trace isn't allocated, at least not in the same way that uh, Toasted is. So I have to consider the secondary pricing because the majority of people are probably going to be end up buying it on that secondary price. I would be way more interested in this bottle if they didn't proof it down after going into the, the Toasted Barrel. Mm-hmm. If they came out with a, a hundred barrel, would be a barrel strength. Yeah, or like a you know, C920 toasted, yeah. that'd be ridiculous, right? Like everyone would be, you know, to the moon for that. And then I would pay even more. You know, I, I could see, you know, Brandon said it was like 140 with, you know, more like 90 to 100. I could see it going for 140 if this was like barrel strength. That'd be awesome. Um, so it being 94 proof really is hurting me on that, on that side. What's so value, I would probably go probably quarter point. Woo, if you can get it, if you can get it at MSRP, great. But and and even then, so I'm with uh, I'm closer to Ben. Uh, I thought maybe I was going to be low here. Uh, remember, this value is out of two. I'm going. Oh, five. it's out of two. Yeah. Okay, let me I'm revise. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> let me go back and uh, double point, that. I was going point five. five regardless point five. Of that, right, yeah, point two five. Exactly. Is a little, it's a little aggressive. Point, and point and five, my yeah. reasoning is very similar to Ben's. Uh, I'm I paid sixty dollars for this recently. Recently, I feel like that's a about right maybe that's a little on the high side but it is unique especially with the nose it's cool it's good uh so i don't have buyer's remorse for it at all i feel like that makes it and then in my mind uh, you know slightly still below average value just given how hard it is to find uh if yeah. someone's looking to pay a hundred dollars for it i i would say you could probably spend your money better elsewhere in the bourbon world 
1910 toasted, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, we should, we, we'll, we'll, we'll do a, head a toast. To head. And they're, yeah, yeah they're, yeah. they're, uh, they're the same MSRP. Uh, so I'll go 0.75, uh, and I'm factoring in the fact that I have gotten through different channels one time in a store, four or five different bottles of this at retail. And so mm -hmm. it is tough to find, um, but not impossible. Um, so again, 0.75, I'll go slightly higher just because I found it at retail and you guys haven't. So <laughs> anyway, but I understand how, how tough it is. I will say if we were not factoring in, um, if we weren't factoring in the allocation hard to find part of this, and we were just rating this on a $55 bottle, um, you know, I had it at a 6.5 beforehand. It probably would have gotten a point and a half. It, uh, that, it probably, was, that, that was a point or not a full point, but a half a point for me, TJ. If it was yeah. readily available, it probably is a, yeah. at least a, average value. Maybe I would consider bumping that up even a little bit. I'm with so, you. Yeah. I, I'd have had it, you know, we, we, you know, all kind of jump it up half a point, but we finished at Ben with a six out of 10, Brendan slightly under at a 5.5 out of 10 and mm -hmm. the toast man himself, 7.25 out of 10. The for toast me. man. The toast man. Bringing our composite to. 6.25. Not going to make it. The board stays the same. 6.25. For some reference, um, last week's got 5.875. That was the regular Elijah Craig. Um, Woodford Reserve got a 6. Four Rows of Small Batch got a 4.8. Uh, Double Rye and Old Forcer 100 blew it out of the water. Um, Eagle Rear got a 6.08. Thanks to Ben. Um, we'll have to redo that one. It did, it did, be, one. It did beat out Willet Pot still. And that's that's as far what, as we get. What so, didn't? But what didn't beat out Will Pot still? Nothing. Everything yeah. beat it. It, okay. it almost yeah. uh, four is a small batch beat it. So anyway, this has been a long review, longer than we normally go. Um, actually, like ten minutes longer than we normally go. Oh so thanks for Ooh. putting up with us. Thanks for hanging out the whole time. We'll try and make if you're it still better. listening. Thanks. Yeah, we'll try and make it better next week. Uh, we had a good time. Made fun of Brendan for being old. Made fun of me for being a toasty horse. So um, follow us on social media. Bourbon on a budget. We appreciate the interaction. We will yeah. see you next week when we rate something else and have another episode for you. Until then, cheers. Bye. Goodbye. What's that for it?